Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Let the Games Begin. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And it's November 9th, Wednesday in the year 2022. And you have just walked through the greatest clown show on earth. I hope you enjoyed it. It's by definition what insanity is, to keep doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. So I hope you weren't expecting great things because we didn't get them. But it does sound good. It sounds so exciting, in fact, that we're all like, oh, my goodness, eagerly, we've taken over the House and we may get the Senate, but we won't know that for another month because there's ballots that are still creeping up and crawling from the walls. But in the end of the day, what we know is they will spend the next two years arguing about Hunter Biden's laptop. In the meantime, wealth is going to be collapsing. The economy is going to be falling. So take good care of your wealth indeed. Patriots, we are living through a time when inflation is continuing to plague our economy, our families, and our savings. And the irresponsible spending of the left just continues to exacerbate the problem. This year, we witnessed almost every kind of negative economic record, from empty grocery store shelves to 40-year high inflation. Don't let your savings wither away. Hedge against inflation with gold from Birch Gold. Text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898 for your free info kit on diversifying into gold. Plus, when you do it this month, by Black Friday, get a free gold bar with every purchase that you make by December 22nd. With almost 20 years experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metals IRAs, Birch Gold can help you. Don't allow the left to devalue your savings. Text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898 and claim your free info kit from Birch Gold. Again, you can own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account, and Birch Gold will help you do it. Once again, text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold and ensure your eligibility for a free gold bar with every purchase. Secure your future with gold. Do it today. Remember, text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898. Oh yeah, you got it there, Patriots. Good stuff. Take care of your wealth and talk to Birch Gold. You won't be sorry. Hey, you know what? I know we were expecting a red wave and we got a red puddle instead, but I know it's exciting nonetheless. So I decided we needed a new theme song for the red wave. And I think we'll try this one. Take a listen. I feel so much better already. Can't be found. I've got a smile, a wonderful smile, in a certain little way. 
That's what we got ourselves, a red hot mama yesterday. <laughs> I just talked to a, one of my cows. She's not hot, but she's black. She's a black Angus mama. <laughs> and she didn't know anything about the boating because I asked her. She just looked at me and said, moo, feed me, because I was dropping some hay. She was happy. But there we go. Patriots, this was, a for many people, a very difficult day. Because they had the expectations that the system of Babylon would somehow set them free. But you can't vote your way out of Babylon. It is not going to happen. So instead, we have a little bit of news to go over tonight. And I think we should listen to some more music. Like this. Here we go. All right. So yesterday was the epitome of a circus. The clown show was in effect. You had your monkeys. You had your peanuts, you had your popcorn. Everything was ready for everybody to be so happy the next day. Q even said that not everything was perfect, but you needed to vote. We remember, this is the most important vote of your life because people had died for this moment. We've been told in 2020 that the vote was secure, but we discovered it wasn't. We were told this time if we could have a red wave, if we could all just vote at once, we'd overload the algorithms. It didn't quite work that way, but that's okay because we are patriots. MAGA has risen and spoken boldly across this nation, infected dearly by the Democrats who have left their station. And the Democrats who have come still want their Tesla and their bunk climate science. They want abortion, they want a UBI, and they want health care for all. But they want to vote Republican, indeed. And the polls even said so. Except it didn't work out quite that way. In Oregon, we managed to make it illegal to put criminals in prison anymore. That was a phenomenal thing. All because they read the headline of the of agenda and they didn't read the details it said we were going to get rid of slavery so they voted for it and now we sit with a few new people in congress and we're guaranteed one thing we will hear about hunter biden for the next two years and get nothing done yep just like that it's the circus has been completed and in the big show the big tent show has only just begun with regards to Oregon, it is a true statement i'm going to read you this this is truly a headline this is what was said Oh, I'll tell you, <laughs> I'm just amazed at how devious our legislators are and how stupid people are. So it's said that in Amendment 112, it amends the Constitution and removes the language allowing slavery and involuntary servitude as punishment for the crime. And they defined every prisoner that was put into doing labor or in a prison cell as a slave. And guess what? It's passing. Yes, this is the world we live in. 
It's total lunacy. It is a complete 100% clown show. But Patriots, to echo many of a great, the great big influencers of the nation, hold the line. Hold the line. Because it's doing okay. We'll make it through. We will vote our way out of Babylon. Not. What I really think is truly the agenda right now and is truly panicking the elites is the fact that we're waking up and we're finding it to be as ridiculous as it is. We're seeing it clearly. And it is ridiculous. I want you to read an article. I read this earlier today for Bended Knee, but I think it's on point. This is a guest article on Gateway Pundit that was published this morning at 9.43 a.m. The title is Publius 2.0. That's who the guest writer is. It feels like we are watching the first wholly manufactured election in our history in which all key competitive races were programmed by Langley. Stress programmed. And it goes on. It seriously feels like we are watching the wholly manufactured election in our history in which all the key competitive races have been the results of directly programmed by Langley. Americans are suffering through the most crushing economic conditions, rampant crime, reckless foreign nuclear war flirtations, more aggressive, pervasive assaults on family and parental rights in history, all topped off by an embarrassing, unpopular disaster in the White House, leading to a shrill, tin-eared, bellicose, fascist junta that appears indifferent to the ordeal that are afflicting on the working people. And yet, the Democrat monolith is barely dented. Either the country has large states filled with brainwashed zealots who are too stupid and mindless to comprehend the reality of the collective damage they are ratifying with votes for the best lackluster or, at worst, appallingly unimpressive, if not foolish, candidates. Or are we seeing direct black blocs voting manipulation? Final tabulations are being perpetrated on a scale that renders typical ballot and voter fraud schemes unnecessary acronyms as the decisive votes that have now kept the ruling yunta largely intact. At worst, they are literally fabrications piled onto Democrat vote totals by a few keystrokes entered in in some master election hacking operation run by IC criminals in league and part of the Democrat crime syndicate. The experts Lindell brought together have been quite explicit and factually well-supported in laying out how the fraud goes far deeper and is far more comprehensive than any sort of ham-handed ballot harvesting, ballot box stuffing, or illegal voting schemes on the ground. Festerman's supposed win is beyond any rational explanation and defies every known political and electoral principle and truism that we have seen hold firm throughout our entire history. It would be suicidally ludicrous to think that this pack of criminals won't use every last means at their disposal to the bitter end. And there's good old Fox News chipper as ever as they announce the results of this massive national fraud without the slightest question as to why every indication has somehow been wrong, choosing only to focus on the handful of obvious victors that were allowed to go forward because they were either too inevitable or simply unnecessary to reverse. The usual pedantic talking heads are actually saying the same sort of huge indictment of the Republican Party, and these thin margins demonstrate that these close defeats 
the uh, super demons of clever enough to not to try to manufacture landslides for their brain dead puppets. And then, of course, there's a brewing bunch of controversy in Arizona to distract the rest of us of this effing thefts they pulled off around the country without a trace. That is really the summation of what we went through yesterday. And it is fraud at every level. And the thing is that even if there are wins, the thing that we have to be resolved and understand is if there's one election in this nation that is rigged, the entire system is tainted. Every American deserves the right to vote and to have their votes secure. I don't care that there's a few wins here and a bunch of losses there or a few losses and a bunch of wins here. We know that in every single market and in every single precinct, there was some form of fraud. That's disgusting in this nation. And it makes this an entire joke across this country. I don't care how many ways they try to cut it. I don't know. I don't care how much frosting they put on it. A cake made of poo is still poo, and I don't have to step in it, smell it, or taste it to know. That's the reality of it. This entire election system is a disaster. It's an insult to what our founding fathers intended, and it is an absolute insult to us as American people. So for those in the political class that have been pandering to us to say, vote, America, vote, hold the line, this is a tough long-term fight, yeah, whatever. Get out of our way. We're done playing games. Our local fight is the most important fight. In all of the craziness that went on in Oregon yesterday, since that's my home state, I will say this. Our local county was hugely victorious in two measures, and it states to the fact that in the local county initiatives, we still have control. And I say this to inspire. There were Oregon last year, or two years ago, voted to legalize Cybersillin, which is the drug in psychedelic mushrooms, making it legal to be sold now off over the counter. Portland has seen an unprecedented rise with this of overdoses. It's horrible. And overdose deaths are off the chain. So they, somebody here who I'd like to find out who decided it was a good idea to put two initiatives on our local ballot. One, to authorize it to legalize that drug in the city, and second, to legalize the sale of those drugs in the county. Because the way that the Oregon statute was written is it allowed the counties and the cities to individually decide whether they would allow it to be sold or not. In a fantastic statement towards morality in my county, both the city and the county measures were defeated heavily. People kicked it out. We got rid of that drug problem, or at least the legalization of that drug problem. That speaks volumes to the people locally. And it continues to show that the elections at a state and a federal level are constantly rigged and played with. Remember, Oregon is a voter, motor voter state. We don't have election booths. We go, we mail our stuff in. In fact, Oregon went so far as to make it legal that you can now mail your ballot in on election day. And whenever they receive it, then they will have to count it. The thing about Oregon that people miss is Oregon is 36 counties. There are 33 counties that are typically red. There are a solid 30 counties that are solidly red. There are six that go between purple and blue. Those constitute the country of Eugene, the country of Portland, and the cesspool of Salem, where our capital is, which is where the transgender freak we have as a governor lives and the new bisexual lesbian nightmare that's trying to run for governor is trying to replace her. 
All of that is where the Portland, the political base and power is. All the rest of this state is red, hard red. But what you're seeing in Oregon is a test case and why it's always important to watch Oregon. What they do in Oregon, they want to do for the rest of the country. And they do it and they taunt us and they throw it in your face. We know that this state is red at its core. We know that there's a large percentage of Portland that is independent and has moved red. We know that there's been massive voter suppression in Portland. And it's all because of the voter, the lack of voter ID and the use of mail-in votes that they do this. And this is where they mastered the techniques to rig the rest of the country. They do it through algorithm flips. They do it through illegal voting. They do it through ballot harvesting. They do it through the idea of having dead voter rolls. And they do it with the whole idea that with the mail-in vote, they can do whatever they want. Never forget that these people will never give up their power willingly. And they're all playing us. If you look at what happened yesterday through this whole ritual that we went through, the irony is that we all were put through a ritual that looks very similar to the ritual of humiliation that every Masonic nightmare overlord has to go through. They are putting us through this satanic type ritual where we are supposed to be humiliated. And in doing so, they're trying to take away our power, our will, and our hope for a better future. Why would they do that? It doesn't matter what side of the party you're on. It doesn't matter whether you're on the Trump side or the Biden side. The more that you can weaken the people, the more that they're going to be willing to accept what measures you have to offer. Make America Great Again has never been defined. It's just about making America great again. But what we have learned about Make America Great Again, that it apparently it includes the fourth industrial revolution, which includes mRNA vaccines. It also includes 5G. It also includes AI, quantum, and the automization of all of our manufacturing and the displacement of huge labor classes. It also includes some sort of a digital currency. And most people don't want most of that. The only way you're going to get that through is if you break their will, wear them down, keep them on this cycle of hope and failure, hope and failure. That's what these elections accomplish very, very well, and they constantly do it. On top of that, we have this world push for climate change and it's moving across this country and across this globe very successfully something to be very much aware of they're not stopping now the midterms weren't a big success they were actually pretty flat overall but just to show you the insanity of how well these people have the world programmed i want you to listen to this little piece here from the uk this happened yes day before yesterday on the 7th this is a climate change activist who is now so consumed with the fear of the end of the world because she has been programmed to believe that there is no future unless we stop with the petrochemicals. I'm sure she believes in eating bugs and that the world is going to end and it's up to this generation to do anything that's necessary or the end is nigh. Take a listen. I'm 24 years old and I'm here. Every single political and social movement nowadays had converted itself into a victimhood movement. And that's the truth right there. This chick here, which I'm going to play the whole video for you, she is tied to a some sort of bridge. And she literally has put herself up there to make a statement as she stopped traffic all through England because she truly believes the world is going to end. Remember, the people that have promoted a lot of these things so voted for them even if they did it 
without a lot of commitment are now joining the Republican Party. Just saying, I guess we'll be unified again, right? Here we go. My name is Louise, I'm 24 years old, and I'm here. I'm here because I don't have a future. And you might hate me for doing this, and you're entitled to hate me. But I wish you would direct all that anger and hatred at our government. They are betraying young people like me. I would love to be there if they did their lawful duty to their own citizens. I'm part of the Just Stop Oil Coalition demanding an end to all new oil and gas licenses in the UK. What we're asking for is what all the scientists are asking for, what the United Nations are asking for, the international energy, the IPCC. How many more people have to say, we don't have a livable future if you continue licensing oil and gas for you to listen? Why does it take young people like me up on a fucking gantry on the M25 for you to listen? Over a thousand people in the UK died. Listen. In just a few days because of the 40 degree heat, because of the climate crisis, which is fueled by oil, gas, coal, fossil fuels, and our government, they want more. It is an act of murder. And this is an act of self-defense. And we need you to join us in order for this to work, in order for our murderous government to take action and listen. How many more people in Pakistan, in Nigeria, have to die before they listen, even in the UK? You think she's vaxxed? I think she's vaxxed. We will stop as soon as the government stop new oil and gas. Please join us. Civil resistance is all we have left. Yeah, she's vaxxed. Anyway, this is. can you listen to that? The murderous government? The murderous government that people are dying from climate change. This is how deep they were weaving this. She could be an actor. It doesn't matter. She's influencing generations, a generation. And she could be another Greta Thunberg nightmare, an up and coming that they're recruiting and training right now to see if she's going to collect the good audience coverage. All that's possible. But the fact of the matter is that this is the brainwashing that's going into kids and they've sidestepped what they've done here. And this is the next agenda is they're taking the deaths from the vax and they're rolling this into the climate change. Now, I'm bringing all this up because in all of this great red wave that we supposedly had, which was a red puddle, and while, yes, we got the House back, and yes, or I should say the Republicans did, and and now the, the Senate is apparently going to be red, I want you to really pay attention to what they're telling you they're going to be doing. We have a massive crisis in this country. We have people that are going to be starving from food. They already are shortage on food. And it's not just because it's not on the shelf. Sometimes sometimes there's plenty of food on the shelf. They don't have the money. We have a heating problem, and they've turned the heating problem into a, a weaponized ideology of this youth that believes that if we heat ourselves, we're going to cause the world to end. So they're, I don't know what their plan is because they're so detached from reality. These people need Jesus so much, I'm telling you. But I don't know what their plan is. 
But the idea is that they need to stop everything because if we don't, we're going to be the problem. This is the most incredibly perfect satanic result one could ever ask for. That the young, the youth believe that they are a cancer on the world and that they are the problem, we are the problem, and that ultimately the next conclusion is they need to kill themselves. I can't think of a better plan if I was Satan. And it's right there. Eating bugs. By the way, I don't know if you know this, but the graphene oxide is fueled by the bug protein that they want you to eat. Just saying. Just thought I'd throw that one in there just in case you have a uh, desire to eat cricket bread or something. And then I just talked to somebody on the way back from the property today. They've been having some problems on Facebook. Get this. People on Facebook are arguing. (laughs) So I try to keep a straight face on this stuff. I just can't do it sometimes. That they're having arguments on their Facebook page about how dirty pork is, but they're quoting Old Testament saying it's okay to eat crickets. We have a serious level of brain damage going on in this world, and it's reflected in the vote because as they rig the vote, we also have this other group of people that literally did vote for some of these policies. Let's not forget that. We're, we're, we're focused heavily on the corruption of the vote, which is real, but people like this young lady here have the right to vote. That should scare the heck out of you. I'm more concerned about her than I am like Biden. Because these people actually believe this garbage. This is the insanity of where we are. And it's dangerous. And it's going to be up to us to try to wake these people up. But we have to do it in such a way that they stay woke and don't go awake, not become woke, right? So this, this is nuts. And the world that we're in is getting crazier by the day. There's nothing we can do about that. I mean, the headline here in Zero Hedge was a great one today. Regardless of who's elected, imperial corruption rules the nation. While the much-touted differences between America's political parties get obsessive, hysterical attention, the same sameness of imperial corruption, waste and squalor, regardless of who's in power, gets little notice. Scrape away the differences, mostly in domestic issues, and we see the dead hand of imperial corruption in one is on the tiller. The core of imperial corruption is the disconnect between the nation's ideals of representative democracy and open markets and the sordid reality. Elites serve their interests by corrupting both democracy and open markets. Right there, if you just listen to this, the incredible part is that we keep using this term of democracy. Our founding fathers hated democracy. And the one big success in the narrative is they've got people listening to this idea that we are a democracy. We're not. And then if you ask the youth, like our little up-and-coming Greta Thornburg there that's strapped herself to the side of a bridge in traffic, I don't know. They just let her fall. I'm like, sometimes you just got to like, well, sorry, pray for you, but your ropes aren't going to hold. Have a nice day. Squash. And on the M5, we have a we have a big stain on the on the concrete i mean it's literally (laughs) darwin awards time has got to come in i'll be glad to give them a darwin award i don't care i mean i really should have played this music when i was there we go right there i feel better already little pizza music and we talk about greta yes oh such a romantic evening as we dine ourselves at comet pizza 
and we tell ourselves that it's all okay, people. It's all just a conspiracy. But don't, please, please don't use oil. And don't, 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 whatever you do, heat your home. We'd much rather that you starve. But eat bugs, please. Eat bugs. Because they're good for you. Oh, my goodness. The future is cricket bread and stuffed cockroaches and all sorts of other maggots that they want to give to you. We have mealworms on the menu tonight. And when you get your pizza with mealworms, they're still crawling. But don't worry. They're good for you. It's an alternative that's green and it doesn't have bovine farts. So don't worry about that either because we're going to save the planet in the process. Oh, there you go. What can I say? This is the world we are in. (laughs) And Greta Thornburg actually sailed across the ocean to get back to England. Did you know that? She went on the boat with some, one of those YouTubers. It's like, my life is on a sailing boat, whatever. A channel that at one point in my life I actually watched until Greta got on their boat. Then I deleted that channel about as fast as I could ever delete any channel. Look, the corruption in this nation is massive and it's deep. And it's not going away with a small little vote. We read the other day the Entheos post. It mapped out a a strategy that apparently is over 20 years. And Entheos did the 20-80-10 model, which is that 20% of those elected will support the president. 80% will be loyal to the movement of the nation back to the republic. And every cycle, meaning every election, 10% from the bottom of the 80% will be, will be replaced. Basically going on to say, trust us, we'll do our part. You do your part, you vote. I'm going to ask you something. When you run that math, first of all, that's 20 years, okay, to replace all this. And I just want to ask you to reflect on where you will be in 20 years and how old you will be, and will you even count? See, this is the whole game is that we seem to be afraid to rip off and show everybody the truth. And we're all trying to get the truth to people, but the the big influencers don't want to drop the bombs of truth. And we know that a lot of the media is tied up. But, you know, like one of those truths I mentioned before is if President Trump would just say, for example, look, you got to get Jesus in your heart and you better start growing food because things are going to suck. So do both. That's influence and that's truth. But instead, we're worried about the political pandering to this group or that group. We want to bring transgenders into the Republican Party because we want to be inclusive. There was a transgender that won the election in Minnesota, just so you know. That makes everybody happy. I know I was thrilled. Can hardly wait. I mean, the nonsense just keeps going on and on. And we're getting played, and it's time that we say enough is enough. And I truly mean this. Every other headline on the Gateway Pundit today is about fraud that they're catching. And like I said, when you have this much fraud that they're catching, this election is a sham. The entire principle of our nation is that God is on the throne above us. The people are subordinate to, the, to God, and the government is subordinate to the wills of the people. If you question that, read the second paragraph of the Declaration of Independence. It's right there. But there's another little important part on the Declaration of Independence. And it says that when a country gets to the point of despotism, it is the right, and these words are critical, it is the duty 
to throw off that form of government and set up new forms of government that will, will meet the needs of the people. Patriots, this form of government is a despotism. It's playing us. It's pandering us. It's mocking us with these elections. And they're all involved. I realize corruption's deep. I realize this has been a long fight. But here's the thing. We have got to quit going along with this cycle of stupid and expecting different results. The most important election you, voting you can ever do is in your local county. There was fantastic reports of school boards getting good people on them, counties getting good folks. I've, but sadly, we've also had some big losses. I have to follow up on this, but I understand that down in California, one of the counties got its hardcore Marxist sheriff. I'm sure that's going to go well. We also have to start facing the fact that our states are not properly aligned. In Oregon is a good example. We have 33 red counties, 30 solid red, three that are purple, and three that are solid blue. And we're all being hijacked not only by an election system, but by a concentration of people that have think like Greta Thornburg that live in the place of Portland where strip clubs and heroin and child sex trafficking are part of making keeping it weird. That's Portland's motto. That same motto was adopted by Austin, Texas, which is no surprise since the migration that filled Austin came from Silicon Valley. And the same money in Silicon Valley that has been pushing for legalization of drugs, including microdosing of LSD and marijuana, was the same group, bunch of money that funded the marijuana plants or harvesting places down in Jackson and Josephine County, south of me, where now the, the cartels have taken root. This is dirty as it gets. They're trying to normalize criminality and criminalize those that walk with God. And this election didn't solve any of that. People will argue, well, we've moved it closer. We've, we've made a small improvement. That improvement isn't going to happen from the top. That improvement's going to happen from the bottom. Us, we the people. It's going to begin in your county and your local communities. And it's biblical in the sense that while God tells us to forgive, we are also expected to deliver justice in this world. Don't forget those two things. We're in a very critical time right now in this nation. And I truly believe that the strength of the counties has to be fortified to the point where they literally almost become sovereign. It's the only way we're going to defeat this. And we can control that vote and we can control that domain. But to have the expectation that our states are somehow going to become friendly again, to have the, the and non-corrupt, to have the expectation that somehow the federal government is not going to be corrupt, we're talking about a behemoth of an employer that feeds as like a pariah, like a leech that's sucking the blood out of the life of the nation that takes our money through taxes and ends up leaving this nation weak and worn down, and it does it over and over and over. And every time we have an election, someone else comes in to add more laws, more rules, and more regulation. We now have a domestic crime or domestic terrorist unit operating out of the FBI and the DHS looking for Americans that they can claim to be domestic terrorists. By definition, everything that I'm talking about today about election fraud targets me as a domestic terrorist. That is by definition. 
And this is how we are now. And we've accepted that as normal. I have a simple question. I'll be interested to see what the president will do that follows Biden, regardless of what party. Will they remove it? Will Congress debate that? Will Congress demand that that agency is is destroyed? The answer is no. Because once you give tyrants power, they don't give it up. We're dealing with an elite class of people some deeply criminal, some just allured to the power and and wealth that they can gain. Nonetheless, it all results in the same. What's on the board is the control of America. We are the pawns that they are playing with, each one seeking our loyalty. They're swinging us beside, between the pendulum swings, trying to gain us from this side or that side, wearing us down so that ultimately we'll just simply say, enough is enough, give us what you have and we'll take it. That cannot happen. We have to return this nation back to a nation that sits itself proudly at the feet of God, not at the feet of these damn tyrants, not at the feet of the institutions of men. And that's going to require us to be on the ground going hard at it to resolve the problems, to fix things locally, and to have massive change from bottom up. It will work. It will take time. But it's that diligence that we're fighting for because we're not just fighting for ourselves. We're fighting for generations yet unborn. And though we say that very lightly or maybe we say it too much and sometimes we say it with platitudes, it is a reality that we have to start sinking into every part of our DNA. Now, I'm going to leave you with some crazy thought because it's been a crazy show tonight. So here's some crazy thought. And just think about what we may have witnessed. I can't prove anything of this, only I can tell you that what I'm going to speak of is possible. So I want you to just let this sink in of where we may actually have arrived at unknowingly. When I've looked at all of that supposed cyber hacks of these elections, and Mike Lindell's team has done a fabulous job of mapping them, it is evident that there has been hacks, no question about it. But there's a certain a measure of, of unaccountable that you can't figure out. And, and everybody's been talking about it. The national polls show that Americans are 73% on exit polls. 73% of Americans are unhappy with the direction the nation is going. At the polls, we are seeing those numbers not reflected at all. In fact, we're seeing it instead look something like 50-49. Or 5149. That's the insanity part of this. How is it that people are leaving the polls at 73% saying they're dissatisfied? And the results of the numbers show that they're 51% to 49% split on basically, or even worse, 50 and a half and 49 and a half split, that they pretty much are voting for the same candidates. Obviously, there is fraud in these votes. The problem that I keep having is. We're still using Dominion, and they're still taking Dominion to court, and they're holding back on Dominion. We know Dominion's part of the problem. We got it. But here's the other one, and this is the darkest one of them all. We also know that there's a large percentage of Americans now that have been injected with a bioweapon that's grounded in graphene oxide. Graphene oxide has the ability with the nanotech to self-assemble small microchipping computers in people's body and in their brain. The entire concept of the World Economic Forum was that you would own nothing and you will be happy. How is that possible unless you can control the outcome of the way people perceive reality? 
So the question I have for you just to ponder and take this one, did we just witness the first test of a 5G-based, graphene oxide-based voting public that was just influenced without even knowing it to vote for Democrat? Patriots, this is the real darkness that we have to start confronting. Whether that is true or not, we don't know. But what we have to face is the reality of what just went through. We are dealing with a hijack of an election, and it's bizarre the way it came out. It's superiorly done. It's superbly done. I will tell you that. Because they're already trying to, they've identified a few little things here or there, but it doesn't add up. And I'm going to tell you that it makes me highly suspect that we're looking at something much more draconian, much more evil, and it's going to require us to be extremely rooted in our faith, keep very clear on our direction and discernment, and keep very true in our beliefs and staying away from these horrific things that they're trying to put within us. Some will call that tin hatter work. I'll take the tin hat tonight proudly. I'll wear it and wear it around town. But we'll see. Patriots, let's pray. Father, we come to you and humble ourselves before you by our choice as we now pray for our nation. We're in a very interesting time. A lot of deception, a lot of celebration in certain sections of our media about the supposed victory, when when we really do the hard numbers, we're not getting to the core of shift and change in our nation. Ultimately, our nation has to start putting its eyes back on you as a collective whole. And I believe, Father, and I think we all believe that a lot of that was done by the people, but definitely not by our leadership. Sadly, Father, our leadership reflects the nation. And so now we're praying that in this prayer tonight, for all those that will join, we're praying that those that do not walk with Jesus, that those that mock Jesus, that those that choose to try to deviate from the principles of a moral law and a foundation on scriptural justice and scriptural legality, be cast out, that they be silenced, that they be removed from office, even if it leaves vacancies. We need the power of the sword of heaven to strike this earth and to bring justice and to reset the moral foundation of this nation back to where eyes will be on you, Father. So guide us in this time, bless us, and hear our prayers. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. All right, patriots. So lots to think about and lots to consider. It is a crazy time. We have a lot to focus on, and it's all local. Don't get wrapped up in the politics of state and federal too much because you can't control it. They're bought off, they're corrupt, and there's too many influencers. Pay attention to your local area fight hard for the local politics and make sure that we continue to make our counties as strong and fortified in the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, and our relationship with Father God. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. 
Occupy the land, expand the kingdom, subdue the enemy, mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, 
we climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.